0: One time she punched a self portrait for looking at her wrong and till the break of dawn, my baby got it going on.
1: <laughs> I like
0: that one. Thank
1: you. <laughs> That's good. Well he must be a campfire because he is super hot and I want some more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just Very eat nice. you
1: up. Mm, num, 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 num. Mm.
0: <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Life Well Spent with Garrett and Amber. I'm Garrett. I'm Amber. And I'm me. And I'm me. You're you. Ace, ace is, is ace. Ace is napping. We'll see how long it takes for him to wake up and whine at us. <laughs> We're talking, I don't think he likes our podcast voice.
1: I don't know. Because
0: we don't, I don't.
1: I think we talk like this normally. You think so? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe a little bit more excitement in our voices. just like, you yeah. hey, guys, Yeah, it might it. just be a different
0: a different tone, different. Something like that, yeah.
1: In fluctuation, I don't know.
0: In fluctuation, yes, hundred <laughs> percent. I have no idea what it is, but
1: who knows. How you doing, honey?
0: I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah doing real well. Um we didn't so normally uh this episode would come out Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh technically it drops like Saturday at midnight or whatever, but Sunday morning. Um
1: So we're a little behind.
0: Yeah, today it's Sunday uh afternoon, Sunday noonish yesterday both of us were just kind of wiped out from the holiday
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, you know we had um, my mom and stepdad in town and I think we were both just kind of gassed a little bit so mm-hmm. uh, we made a professional and personal choice to just not record yesterday and record today so apologies if this screws off any, or screws up anybody's schedule mm-hmm. but you know we just we decided ah better to kind of come at it with a better attitude and record it and release it late then kind of try to force force ourselves to be up for it so right yeah doing fantastic today um actually went for a jog so feeling like exhausted and yet you know endorphins going from the jog Mm -hmm. how about you
1: uh i'm yeah feeling pretty good after the holidays you know Mm -hmm. um just kind of getting back into the groove of things Mm -hmm. and yeah what is it about just spending time with family and just having a lot of fun and playing games that just really wears you out
0: yeah and uh, yeah i mean you because a... we haven't
1: socialized in the last like nine months that's true yeah we're <laughs>
0: we're out of our social shape i guess yeah. but yeah yeah no and it was it was really fun it was a great time with our family uh well we had
1: five dogs in our house at one time two cats so that was a lot of excitement
0: oh yeah we did yeah mm-hmm. so yeah granted we didn't see one cat for except like at midnight when she'd want to come up and play true Ugh. yeah worse but uh yeah so you know it it was so much fun we had a great time and then now we're kind of back back to keeping the low-key and you know we're definitely gonna have a low-key new year's
1: oh yeah for sure just
0: kind of hang out
1: and hopefully you guys had a really good holiday yeah as well with your family or just by yourself yeah
0: or... merry christmas to mm-hmm. anybody and everybody celebrating it um We realized, well, I realized we missed saying, like, Happy Hanukkah. I think we totally missed Hanukkah.
1: The Um, last episode?
0: Yeah, I think. No, we said Hanukkah. Did we say?
1: Because you had mentioned that uh, Hanukkah had already passed. uh, Yeah,
0: okay. So I think we missed, like, prime Hanukkah, like the the eight crazy nights. So we'll try and be better about that. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, I was thinking about earlier today. So L'chaim to all of our Jewish listeners out there. Oh, yeah. And we hope that this holiday season you were able to do a mitzvah for someone. There you go. Which is a good deed. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into it. Yeah. I want to talk about a video game. Go for it. I could probably talk about a video game every week, Mm -hmm. so I don't. But this time I want to (laughs) because I've been having a ton of fun. So uh, a while ago uh, I bought... Uh, cyberpunk twenty seventy seven mm-hmm. you know everybody knows about it I talked about it how ah, it's it's cool um i've i've experienced a couple of glitches like it's it's running okay um i've got it on my p c and I've got a newer p c so it's it's running well enough talking to my brother he's playing it on uh xbox one i believe he said like i'm i'm gonna kind of put it away until they release some more patches mm. just just so there's less bugs um so that one i don't know like it's 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 a cool deep rpg but i'm I'm not really kind of having fun with it yet um so there was a game that was on sale that came out recently called immortals phoenix rising which is a terrible title it's just <laughs> word jumble it means nothing oh gosh um but i saw some reviews on it and people are like uh Uh, it didn't have a lot of attention coming out.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, It seems like maybe they didn't spend a lot of money on advertising, probably because they knew they were dropping it around the same time as Cyberpunk 2077, and they just thought, well, our ad dollars would go to waste anyways. So we'll just release it. It was released by Ubisoft, and uh, they also did a new Assassin's Creed game this year. That's like their big franchise. But a bunch of people were saying, like, this Immortals game, this is like the open-world game you want to get, not... Assassin's Creed Valhalla mm. I mean I've heard good things about that game but uh so I saw this one was, this one was on sale and I thought oh, I'll pick it up and it has been a hell of a lot of fun it's basically if anybody played uh, Legend of Zelda Win- not Wind Waker <laughs> the most recent one uh, Breath of the Wild geez mm. there it is Uh it's similar to that it's you are pretty much on this island uh it's set in greece more or less and you've got to uh just run around this island total open world and in zelda breath of the wild you've got to find these uh, find and like release these four like primordial beast mech things like the you're basically making your way to four large boss arena locations okay. in the map. That's kind of the, the, the major point of the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This one's very similar, but uh, you are trying to uh, help out uh, Greek gods mm. because there's uh, this, uh, this titan that Zeus had imprisoned under a rock um, uh, years and years ago. Uh, but he's managed to escape because of a falling star or something uh and now he has trapped defeated and trapped a bunch of gods so the first god i helped was uh i believe it was persephone which is no aphrodite okay yeah the goddess of like love and mm-hmm. um and now i'm trying to help ares and uh Aphrodite was turned into a tree but she could still talk and stuff mm-hmm. and then uh, Ares was turned into a rooster and the, uh, the animation style is really cool. Um, it's just it's very sweet. Uh, some criticism has been the faces are a little stiff which I totally get. Oh really? But Otherwise it's like playing cyber t- Cyberpunk 2077 it's you know this big metropolis so it's a lot of grays you know it's not the most colorful thing in the way it's it's got some color but not a ton this game is just beautiful color because it's all set in like you know uh greece uh kind of bc before christ when you know um
1: is that the one i would walk in and yeah you were like flying around with mm -hmm. the phoenix yeah okay yeah that's pretty
0: yeah it's it's just a joy to watch the combat's really fun it's rewarding uh, it's, it's deeper than I thought it initially would be just the combat in, in leveling stuff up
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, uh, yeah, I got it on a uh, PC, but it turns out it's also on a uh, PS4. I saw there was a, a deal on it on, uh, the Sony's got some holiday special going on. I think it's on switch too. So it's on a bunch of platforms and I hope people pick it up because it's, I think it's about as much fun I've had in an open world game since Breath of the Wild. And I'm sure if you talk to the creators, they'd say, oh, yeah, you know, Breath of the Wild is a big inspiration uh, because, you know, you're you're collecting uh, components and plants and stuff as you move around the world. And you use those to upgrade your abilities and build potions to to help you out. Uh, It's it's very similar, uh, but uh, great, uh, great comedy in it.
2: Oh, that's nice. You know,
0: it's it's not like grab your belly chuckle, but it's it's just kind of fun, tongue in cheek. But also, I was you, it deals, it digs into some Greek mythology that I had totally forgotten about. I remember in uh, middle school, um, you know, when I was a super cool kid, I was really into <laughs> Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about some stuff and I was like, man, I totally didn't realize that was part of that mythos or I totally didn't know about that mythos.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I didn't realize Adonis was killed by a boar, I believe. And Aphrodite like cried a bunch, like cried over uh, Adonis and his death. And that created some plant like her, from her tears sprung up some specific plant. Um, you know, they have creation myths for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, right? So yeah, it, 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 bounces back and forth between some really funny dialogue and then some like deep down the rabbit hole greek mythology it's I, i've yeah it's one that i haven't been putting down and i don't plan on really putting it down until i beat it because just enough challenge i still die every once in a while mm-hmm. um but i do feel like my character and my play gameplay is getting better and better so uh love how, it
1: how many hours of like play time is it supposed to be
0: So, this one, it, it seems to require doing a lot of the side missions just to make your character better. Okay. And finding chests with better equipment and stuff. Otherwise, you're, I, you know, struggle with the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I've really got to make my character better and kind of grind. So, I think if you wanted to try and rush through all the main story stuff, probably 20 hours. Oh, wow. But if you want to do a lot of the side mission stuff, closer to 40. I I would assume. Mm-hmm. Maybe more, maybe 60. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it was worth the investment just for time-wise and the game uh it doesn't get tired to mm-hmm. me. There's there's always kind of different stuff to do. Doesn't feel super repetitive. Yeah. Big big fan of it so far. So Immortals Phoenix Rising it should be on sale on some consoles right now with uh with it being the holiday season. Um, there's a lot of good sales going on. So if you're looking for something, and I I feel like it's a game that you could pick up every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the controller layout is more or less on your screen at all times too, just so you can kind of get back in, maybe kill a couple easy henchmen just to remember some things. Um, but it'll last you a long time if you're looking for a game that you can sink hours into over an extended period of time. Or if, you know, if you got some time off and you want to just like, not sleep and game for three days. Mm-hmm. I, I, you could do a lot worse. Yeah. Than that one, so.
1: I always, I have a question for, I guess, just gamers in general. Yeah. So, a lot of those games that take hours and hours to complete, do you find yourself ever once you've beat it? Do you ever go to replay it? And how often would you go and replay a game?
0: For me, not too often. I mean, for me, it's a lot of going back to replay it, getting a couple hours in, and I'm like. I like, is it I, less I realize exciting
2: I the second time? Definitely can be.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm there's some people like we've got a friend Paul who is a a completionist. He wants to complete everything in the game. Mm-hmm. I think if I had more of that mentality, then I I'd, I'd want to replay games less cuz you ring every drop out of the game. Yeah. I probably wouldn't want to go back, but uh some franchises just off the top of my head that I can think of going back and playing again, uh Kingdom Hearts. Mhm. I'm a, I'm a big dumb nerd. <laughs> I have those games. The story is so ridiculous.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh hard it's it's convoluted, but I just like the first two especially the the combat was so much fun. Third one is a disappointment for me, but it it was still good. Uh and Spider-Man. Uh Yeah, I do remember I you playing that. I beat that the, for a second time. Uh and uh, man, that I want to play Miles Morales, but honestly, I might go back to Spider-Man for a third yeah Uh, especially during the summer when there's a gaming drought
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um that's less of an issue now that there's so many smaller publishers that actually have like steam to put their games out on and those smaller games can get attention Mm -hmm. um but yeah those those are two off the top of my head that i can think of playing through a few times um if there's any games that you guys have played through multiple times let us know at lifewellspent at yahoo.com um games that like have really solid replay value always love to hear about it yeah yeah so um yeah what about you very cool what are you into what what are you all about lately well uh
1: into i don't know if there was very much this week just because it's been so busy with everything but um i watched so well we watched oh, what was the name that uh jangle jangle no the recording the recorders
0: oh uh sound blaster
1: sound blaster is that what it's called
0: uh the the episode's about lin-manuel miranda yeah. and trent Reznor. yeah was uh, that the,
1: the title though i thought I'm, it was something recorder
0: no i'm pretty sure it's sound blaster i okay. could be it was know, on I, netflix i, I got think. a computer right next to me let's uh let's pull it up
1: because that was really cool your yeah your mom and stepdad introduced us to that show
0: they they love behind the scenes and intimate uh, uh shows about music Mm-hmm. so yeah they uh
1: because we watched, so basically the this show goes over, like it chooses different artists and they talk about the behind the scenes for some of their like biggest songs. So we watched an episode with Hamilton and uh, one with Nine Inch Nails and the Hamilton one, of course, we were all about because we're huge ha- Hamilton fans. But um, yeah, it was kind of cool just to kind of know. So we obviously, we know the song, we know the words to the song. But seeing the background of, you know, Lin-Manuel talk about the layering of the song
2: mm-hmm.
1: musically. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like both of us were just like, I didn't even realize that they only did that once in the song and it didn't ever repeat again. Or, yeah. you know, like it was so cool.
0: Yeah. And the show is called uh, Song Exploder.
1: Song Exploder. My mistake. Uh, oh, okay.
0: I'm guessing because they take the song and then they break it down mm-hmm. into all of its pieces. Yeah. They explode it so they can uh, inspect it piece by piece. Right, right. I think we got a kid break. Maybe. Kid break. Kid break. All right, real quick, everybody guess as to what Cash needed. We'll give you a second. (laughs) Just one second. Two more seconds. Last second. Okay, what'd you guess? If you guessed he needed a black marker...
1: You'd be correct. You'd
0: nail it because his other (laughs) one dried out. So we got him a black you got him a black marker yeah mommy saving the day again
1: well hopefully it's not going to dry out on him again but
0: boy
2: god willing
1: um but yeah so the show is pretty incredible yeah it was so cool to to watch the behind the scenes and to see like the artists get really excited about the song again like after you know and with nine inch nails i can't remember the uh the main guy trent Reznor. thank you um talking about what song was it that they did hurt Hurt, which is I I love that song. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful song. And I think I I heard that song before even Johnny Cash remade it, but mm. it was just so cool to see the different versions that they did between Johnny Cash and Nine Inch Nails, and that it made different mm-hmm. meanings of the song the way that they sang it.
0: Yeah, and not even I think the cool thing about music is not even the uh, changes that were done to the song, Mm-hmm. just johnny cash the simple act of johnny cash singing in this song just evokes other emotions you yep. know a man that's uh older has many more days behind him than he has in front of him and talking about it whereas when Trent Reznor wrote it he wrote it when he was like i don't know 15 or 16 and it was much more being in a bad position and then he says it's a hopeful song so the idea of trying to climb out of of that bad spot that he was in
2: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah different uh different connotations when different uh, uh different guys sing it so yeah i thought that was that was really brilliant um yeah and uh, my mom and stepdad they watched the hamilton one with us they'd already seen it they loved it and i asked them, oh have you seen this one on trent Reznor from nine inch nails and they're like no we watched it and it's like, oh yeah, it's my it's my mom and stepdad. They may not be into this, and they talked about like, oh, he seems like kind of a kind of like he was a sad young man. I'm like, he was, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Um, but they they seem to get some enjoyment out of it, and hopefully they found it interesting. Just that kind of you know '90s, early 2000s industrial mm-hmm. rock stuff is not their forte. So right, good on them for being open minded.
1: But yeah, those, I'm excited to watch more of those episodes just yeah. because I just love the way that the artists talk about their song. And like with Trent, he didn't really want to talk about the lyrics. He, he is very much, Brilliant. you know, the, the host is kind of trying to get it out of him. Like, <laughs> well, what do these lyrics mean to you, yeah. man? And yeah. he's just like, I don't like talking about my lyrics because I want people to be able to, you know, um, dissect what it means to them yeah. as opposed to me telling them what I
0: he said that other artists had ruined songs for him by explaining what the lyrics mean Mm -hmm. and he's like well what i thought they meant was better than the artist's intent yeah and it's the idea of the death of the author after something is released it doesn't matter what the author's intent was it is now out in the universe for every reader listener Mm -hmm. viewer to imply their own uh, beliefs their own life experiences and create that meaning right you know that i mean that's up for interpretation whether or not you believe in the death of the artist or or if the artist's intent is always first and foremost doesn't matter but obviously trent's view is that his what he meant doesn't matter or at mm-hmm. least it's not as important as what the listeners what it means to them say yeah, he talked about when he was a kid and he was listening to rock that it felt like they were writing specifically about him and to him because he, he applied his own experience. And I think that's what he wants for younger people. Right, right. And I, that, I think that's really brilliant and insightful.
1: Well, and just the the fact that he even went over, like there was just different sounds that he had found that he layered the song with. Yeah. And listening to the song at the end of the episode, because they play the whole song through at the very end, so you can get a gist mm-hmm. of what it sounds like. Um yeah, I you don't realize yeah. The different sounds in there When you first hear it
0: Right, yeah There's like an ambient tone Running through most If not all of the song That I never really picked up on
1: Almost like a white noise And then another one's like humming Or, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Just completely layered it And yeah. you would never think about that So it's just It's just so fascinating To see honestly What details go into yeah. Every song that comes out
0: Yeah for, for me, that's the feeling I got a lot when I was in literature classes Really? Uh, in college Yeah, it's because I was thinking about it uh, earlier today. I was like, I don't know if I would love The Great Gatsby as much as I do if I hadn't read it in college, because Mm -hmm. there you break down the text, you know, piece by piece. And and that way you can kind of discover and uh, discover how the author is uh, using themes in different points and uh, uh, running uh, metaphors or visual cues in the text and that stuff's so cool when you realize that you know in chapter 13 there's a callback to something in chapter two um but then it's been an under like a a a reoccurring thing throughout the text i mean that's that's more or less what theme is is a consistent feeling or tone throughout Mm
2: -hmm.
0: i guess it's been years since i've been in college but getting into that stuff yeah i i think that's that's what i loved about getting an english degree not uh, not so much the use after the fact, but man, I loved getting that degree, and also uh, that's something I like about board games is is the 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 tone, the theme. Uh, if if everything can kind of speak to the narrative and how you play, like if all that kind of comes together in a cohesive unit, mm-hmm. it it makes so much. Kind of makes me feel smart sometimes, and yeah. I I like to feel <laughs> smart. You <laughs> so, are smart. So oh that well, you know. Oh, whatever. Yeah. So, sorry. I kind of hijacked that one from you. No, that's fine. Yeah. um, Breaking things down to their smallest pieces and building them back up into the song is something I could never do. I'm not a musician, but uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's incredibly fascinating. fascinating. So you definitely should watch it.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. For those who have Netflix.
0: Song exploder, not sound exploder. Sound (laughs) exploder is, I think, a, I was just looking on my computer which you got me for Christmas. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very a little, welcome. Little Chromebook. Um, apparently that's like a sound card for PCs. The, mm. the sound exploder sound card. Okay. Anywho. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Wife was filming. We're done filming.
1: Yep, we are. Yep. I just wanted to film a little something that we could put on our Instagram.
0: Yeah. Get my greasy hair in there. <laughs> I'm wearing my death saves tank top. It's a death saves is a closing brand based around D and D. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe Joe Manganiello started the clothing line because he's got this uh, uh, a list celebrity D and D campaign they do out in L A.
1: So funny, it's pretty dope. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Do they they tape it? Right?
0: I don't or do really. They just do No, it? I don't think they do. Or they just play it. No, themselves? I, I think like if Vanity Fair or somebody's doing a piece, they might l- let them record a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel like they just it's it's just for them. It's a bunch yeah. of you know grown ass men. That they want to get away and instead of you know golfing or whatever it's let's go over to Joe's house because he's got Big all the Joe. yeah he's got all the uh, and Joe Manganiello he was in uh, True Blood and the Magic Mike mm-hmm. film series
1: married to Sofia Vergara oh,
0: that's right yeah so but he's got all this really cool stuff like he's got miniatures galore and and uh he's got uh uh I don't know what you would call it, like maps and stuff. that he puts on his table. I'm just a big old nerd. Very jealous. Very <laughs> jealous. So
1: you and him could be BFFs.
0: Well, n- no, I, it would just be me listening because I'm I know just enough about D and D to probably sound stupid when somebody starts talking to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, that's for cool. sure, yeah. <laughs> so you need a D six and a D ten or D eight. I don't, know if I don't even know what I those means. D six, D eight, D twelve, D twenty, D four.
1: You lost me. Okay,
0: <laughs> those are just the type of dice. Okay, like six sided dice, eight sided. All right, and it, Okay. Uh, moving on. Moving on. So I'm gonna go first this week on the uh, on the assignment. Mm-hmm. You you gave me a challenging one.
1: Did I? Uh, I thought yeah, there'd be a lot yes. out there. That'd be pretty. I be- don't. Know.
0: Because this is an area where I find a lot of conflict in myself. I did, frankly, a little bit of research on Jaden Smith and Willow Smith, Mm -hmm. uh, Will and Jada Pinkett's children. Uh, Will Smith has another son that he had with a previous wife or relationship. Right. Um, Seems like a nice enough guy, but I specifically focused on Jaden Will, uh, Willow, excuse me. And there's definitely a part of me that wants to support newer generations Mm -hmm. because i feel like that is consistently the thing that frustrates me is the the cyclical nature of when you're young you're saying oh you know parents just don't they don't give us a chance they think we're all lazy and dumb and you know they they don't you know the older generation just thinks we're useless and then that generation grows up to be 50, 60, and they're like, oh, this newest generation with, with their pants. It's
1: a never-ending and cycle. their hair. Yeah,
0: and I hate it. Mm-hmm. I think it is the most useless, time-wasting thing mm-hmm. to complain about the newer generation. Right. That being said, sometimes I can complain about older generations. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, you got to identify in yourself where you can improve. So right. uh, broadly speaking about a generation, I think uh of course it's it's uh it's not fair mm-hmm. you know you it's a, generations are made of millions of people and they're not all the same um so anyways so i of course i want to give younger generations the benefit of the doubt right. you know i think they've got a lot of stuff at their disposal that they can do very positive and are doing very positive things
2: mm-hmm.
0: um you know there's a there's a lot of social Justice issues they're uh, pursuing, which I I think is great. You know, I think uh, advancing our society socially is incredibly important, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's that's something that uh, Willow and Jaden appear to believe in as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I I watched some kind of interviews with them, and I, I you know read up on them a little bit, and they've got this art collective called the Misfits, and their whole goal in this art collective is to make the world a better place, you know, uh, make it better than the, when they got into it, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is uh fantastic, an incredibly admirable goal. And I think that's, I mean, I would love to say that I feel the same way, but uh, it's, it's hard to keep that focus sometimes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I'm not out there like kicking puppies and make actively trying to make the place worse, but I think it's easy to kind of settle in and get comfortable and not try and make the world a better place. Um, so I think that's really cool. Uh, um, just, just there, they seem to want to be very inclusive. And, uh, Willow talked about, um, this is so gross. I'm a 34 <laughs> year old man and I'm talking about what some like 20 year old said, or maybe an interview when they're like 12, like they're, they're still kids. They're still growing up. So I definitely want to give them the benefit of the doubt not like, Oh, did you hear Jaden did this? Like, oh, it's a kid who cares? Right. Who cares? Like let them live their lives. So that's, that's part of me wanting to kind of be like, this is not for me. Like they're very, I'm, I realize I'm bouncing around a lot because I have a <laughs> lot of thoughts in my head about these two interesting young people. Um, but they seem to want to be a positive influence to younger people. Uh, part of that is uh, them, you know, uh, Willow identifies as, uh, I believe, not even just bisexual, but polyamorous. Mm-hmm. The idea of just loving who you love, doesn't matter, uh, man, woman, uh, non-gender identifying or non-binary, like love is love. And I, I, I think that's great. I think there's plenty of kids out there that need to hear that, that aren't um, surrounded by those kind of influences. And if that helps somebody, that's great. If somebody hates it, then don't pay attention to them. Like Mm -hmm. you can have your own opinions, but uh, I, I, I think that's great to give, to tell kids that they're okay. You know, if they're not feeling the, uh, the way that, uh, the traditional way. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I think that's good. Uh, I I think that's hard to find support. I think it's getting easier to find support, Mm -hmm. but there could always be more support for, those kids out there and uh Jayden, he modeled for like louis vuitton or something okay and he was wearing a skirt and he, he wears skirts he wears traditionally air quotes traditionally f- you know female clothing sometimes and he's like well you know i i want a kid to be able to wear whatever he or she wants to wear even if it's not like in in line with their Supposed gender role or identity. Mm -hmm. So if I can wear this, and then some kid wears a skirt to school because they feel comfortable in it, and that's, you know, they feel like they need to wear skirts or not wear whatever, like it's cool. It's going to be cool for them. I think that's kind of patting yourself on the back too much, but I get his intent, and I think that's really nice. Mm -hmm. Like they seem to generally be positive kids, and They seem to attribute that to their parents, Mm -hmm. uh, Will and Jaden Smith. Um, Apparently, they didn't have a lot of discipline. I don't want to say structure. I'm sure they had structure in their life when they were kids, but not a lot of discipline. Uh, I believe in a interview, uh, Will and Jada Pinkett talked about, like, they don't really, they don't scold their kids. They sit them down, and if they can explain to them how what they did was best for their life and where they want their life to go, Mm -hmm. then it's all good. So it's, I think that's cool. I think that's kind of given, I like the idea. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Whether or not that works for a six-year-old, we'll have to give it a shot (laughs) and see. (laughs) I mean, but I like that idea of challenging somebody to really, think about their choices mm-hmm. and not having to tell them, no, don't do that. But you challenge them to say, tell me why, you know, spitting in your sister's hair, you know, is leading you down the path of the person you want to be, mm-hmm. you know, and.
1: That seems very grown up. Like if they did yeah. this, when if they were younger, it yeah. seems like a very grown up thing for the kid to even yeah. like wrap their mind around. I,
0: I think they wanted their kids to kind of grow up. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think they also want him to be kids, but I mean, uh, uh, Jaden emancipated himself at fifteen and moved into his own home, um, and apparently, uh, Jada Pinkett kind of took that hard, but she's like, he, he's been an independent young man for a long time, so I knew he was moving out sooner rather than later,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and this is where I get into more of the old man being annoyed, yeah. at these kids, which I don't like. Yeah. I don't like that part of me, but I want to. I want to be honest and I want to talk about it. Go for it. yeah. So let's let's get back to Jaden. So yes. Jaden emancipates himself at like fifteen.
1: Why? Why? Uh,
0: I I didn't I didn't read too much on why he did it. Why he said he did it. Yeah. Jada just said, you know, we were lucky to have him in the house as long as we did, but he's such an independent young man. You know, when he decided to emancipate himself, um we it was his decision. So he emancipated himself and he moved into his new $4 million home.
2: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: How annoying is that? That's annoying. <laughs> like, oh my God, he's so, and, yeah. so brave. He gets to move into that million dollar home, you know, $4 million home. Oh, how'd he get that money? Because his, in my opinion, his dad got him roles. I mean, his first role was in The Pursuit of Happiness. His mm-hmm. dad was starring in it. He was in that terrible movie After Earth and boy the kid tried to do a lot i mm-hmm. i didn't care for it um i never saw the karate kid remake um boy what else was he in uh i'm missing one oh apparently he was in the day of the earthhood still another remake mm. he's uh he's been in like he's got the show neo tokyo no neo yokio on netflix that i haven't tried watching um and uh, he was in the get down like the idea that i'm having trouble with is you know i want to give the kids the benefit of the doubt and it's cool that they feel they can speak their mind and they have something of value to say which they do Mm -hmm. everybody has something of value to contribute right and i think that's a part of me that i'm trying to work on is a lot of times i have i feel like oh i don't i don't have anything to contribute i should just shut up and sit back like no. Like, we've, we've all got our own experiences, our own life goals, you know, things mm-hmm. we've overcome, things we haven't been able to overcome. Right. So you're going to bring something to the table that somebody's never heard before. Yeah. Not every time. Sometimes you might say something that falls flat, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes these kids say some stuff that falls flat, like uh, Jaden Smith talking about chemtrails and the Illuminati and some of his other, like, he's a big conspiracy theorist. Oh, really? Yeah. Which that that's not just rich kids being bored because they're rich but part of me is like this kid's got too much this kid's (laughs) got too much damn time in his hands yeah think about chemtrails um so yeah willow willow's interesting whatever willow's a child god how old is she oh yeah so Jaden was born in 1998 July eighth, okay. uh, so he's twenty two. Okay, twenty. Twenty two. Two. Yeah. Hut, and Willow was born October thirty first two thousand, so she's twenty. Okay. So, I mean that they're they're adults. Right. I should I shouldn't be calling them kids. They're adults. Um, but yeah. Willow, uh, she seems to primarily well. I mean, I think they're primarily involved in music, both of them now. Hmm. Uh, Jaden's still doing a little bit of acting. But uh, Willow, uh, seems like she's come quite a long ways from uh, "Whip My Hair. Mm-hmm. That was like her first big single. Yeah. And uh, do we need to go investigate something?
1: It sounded like a big bang out there. We
0: probably All right. We're going to go investigate. Then. We'll be right back. We're All right. We're back. Our son is safe. We both used the restroom. We're good to go. Good to go. So Willow Smith. Yeah. Willow Camille Rain Smith apparently is her full name uh she uh yeah she's primarily music but she has been in some movies apparently she was in I am legend she was she just yeah I don't know if she played like Will Smith's character's daughter I don't remember it's been forever I, since yeah. I've seen that movie um but yeah she was in Kit Kittredge an American Girl hmm alongside abigail breslin never saw that i don't know any of those words <laughs> but apparently she received a young artist award for her performance oh good for her uh, yeah and uh i believe she was also in uh the madagascar sequel because her mom was in it and she was in a in a part of it too whatever gotcha but now she's mostly music oriented and she uh she, boy i was thinking of something a minute ago I like her. I think I mean whatever. I don't know any I don't know any of these kids. Yes. Yes. I I think both of them are pretty mature. Yeah. I think they try to speak to some large topics mm-hmm. and I I appreciate that. Yeah. I think that it's I think again I think it's easy to disregard uh, younger people but especially these kids who grow up uh extremely rich. Mhm. But I don't think that's fair to them. Um, I think, you know, so I think a lot of the stuff she has to say is really cool. She, she talks about uh, misogyny in mm-hmm. music is not something she's interested in giving any of her focus to. Mm-hmm. Um, she did say, she, she said something about like, you know, just misogyny is primarily in hip hop, which I, I don't disagree with, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, there's plenty of misogyny in other genres. Right. Um, I knew when I was growing up, I listened to a lot of like, angsty emo teen stuff and I listen back to that stuff now and I'm like
2: whoa like
0: this girl should not be with the fallout boy yeah because he's a he's being a real asshole right now (laughs) um but uh, so I I dig that and she you know she's like I like my I like my brother's music Jaden because you know he's not misogynist and you know that's that's fantastic right I remember I think we were flying to New Orleans like a year ago and you were reading an article on willow and jada pinkett and jada's mom yeah because they the red table talk. yeah because they're doing red table talk and one of the first things willow said in that article because i think uh, her mom or grandma was giving her crap about not shaving her legs
2: oh and, really and
0: she said i remember this because it's it's the most ludicrous thing i've ever heard she's like i don't shave my legs because it hurts and that's my body rejecting it like, what Nah, girl that's not how pain works <laughs> <laughs> just because something is uncomfortable or painful doesn't mean it's inherently bad. Right. So some of that huh. stuff, it's like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, it, that's that's not a earth-shattering shatter, earth theory. Yeah. You know, that's not going to challenge. her your
1: own personal choice for her yeah, own personal reason. Yeah,
0: whatever. It's all good. I just, I would disagree with that. And I think that the idea of pain being bad is not good for someone's development, but... Mm-hmm. she's talking about sh- or shaving her pits or whatever so oh, yeah. whatever you know doesn't matter um, that's funny but uh, uh, yeah and uh, I, I didn't listen to a ton of their music I did listen to a little bit of whip my hair mm-hmm and i get that that was popular back in the day but boy that's an annoying song yeah yeah and that's not her fault that like it's i think she recorded that when she was i don't know 10 or something or
1: really something. young yeah.
0: yeah so that makes total sense for her mm-hmm. and for her generation i'm sure they all loved it and that's that's really cool you know um that but music think, that music has a place out there of course yeah
1: i feel like um they're very aware that they have a lot of privilege too mm-hmm. i think i remember seeing just a clip of red table talk where Oh, what's the woman? The actress who was what's her name in Full House? Who she basically bought her daughter's way into this big oh yeah yeah, yeah. college, university. Uh,
0: yeah, is she in jail now?
1: She yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Well, her daughter went on one of the shows oh, talking about it. Interesting. And uh, she basically was like, you know, I. At first, she was defending her mom, and she's like, "But now I'm realizing how bad that is and yeah. what." privilege i have and the whole time like jada and her mom are, are talking uh to the daughter but um willow is just kind of sitting there like shaking her head yes because i think she didn't really want to say anything because she understands that she's also have a lot of a privilege too yeah so it's not like she could really i don't know if she really necessarily wanted to like speak on it
0: Or not, but yeah, and kind of interesting. Yeah, again, like you said, Willow seems very smart, so maybe, maybe she thought like, well, that that's just going to be an echo chamber of both of us saying the same thing. So I should give her this time to speak on it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I haven't seen. I realize I should have watched some Red Table before this, but I didn't. It's really interesting. Yeah, I'm such a dummy. It just came to mind like three women of color from different generations. Like, why why have I not sought this out before? That's something I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced, so.
1: Oh, well, we could pause and watch a little bit. Oh, you know you what?
0: I'll, I'll do it. I promise. Okay. I will <laughs> watch them today because I'm, I'm genuinely interested. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they've all had very different paths. So are you going to get the dog? Yeah, yeah. We're releasing the hound. Here she comes. Nope, oh, she left. That. She left. Oh, my God. That bitch. Hopefully she went and got a job. <laughs> so yeah, I again this one was challenging mm-hmm. because I had a lot of different feelings. One is like, oh, these kids seem like they're they're active. And again, the whole idea of leaving the world in a better place than when you got here, like that's all incredibly admirable. Right. But then at the same time I'm like, well yeah, they're like a couple of, you know, rich people that haven't had to struggle for really anything. Even uh uh in an interview on Ellen uh, Jaden said, "You know, at at my parents' house, I can have anything I want, mm-hmm. anything at all. Like nothing is is out of my reach. Right. And maybe that's part of why he wanted to emancipate himself is so that that wasn't so easy. I don't know. That's me speculating, but
1: because <clears throat> I'm sure, as you know, any celebrity kid, I'm sure they have their own challenges. Whether it's like pressure, yeah, yeah. I mean, other stresses in their life. Not saying that like." I mean, their life is so hard. Right, it's, right. I'm sure it's not. But no, every. Uh, but yeah. everybody has their own challenges. Well, a lot
0: of times, little things can have incredible impacts, and those little things they transcend. And uh, growing class up in public eye, and, like, yeah, everybody yeah. knows
1: everything about your parents. Right. Like, I, I get that that would be really tough
0: too. But yeah, and I'm sure I'm not saying anything that I, they probably haven't had people yell at them on the street of like, right. you know, shut up, rich kid, or whatever. So. Again, that's that's not uh, fair to them. Um, I will say, I don't plan on paying attention to what they're doing. Not not in a good or bad way. Mm-hmm. I just don't think anything that they're involved in is really meant for a person like me. You know, more so younger generation. Yes, yeah, yes. Uh, you know, I I think it's cool as long as they continue to be focused on helping people and Mm -hmm. being a good example to younger generation uh you know there there's plenty of artists out there that say like that's that's not what i'm trying to do that's not what i'm here for i'm not here to be a role model i'm here to do my art
2: Mm -hmm. that's
0: equally valid but if they can kind of take that on themselves then absolutely i I think that's cool as hell
2: Mm -hmm. so
0: uh so yeah the fascinating kids you know they they were fascinating kids. Now they're fascinating adults. Uh, just hearing them talk about their relationship growing up. Apparently their parents didn't really push on them. Like, oh, you, you know, you guys have to hang out. Apparently they talked a lot about like, you guys are two individual people. If you guys want to come together and hang out, that's cool. If not, you have your separate lives. Um, again, I think that might be a a bit of a comment on just their wealth and growing up like, You know, Jaden, you can just be in the West Wing.
2: And Mm -hmm. Willow,
0: you be in the East Wing. And if you guys want to meet in the foyer, you know, on the veranda, (laughs) then you can. Uh, But again, that's not their fault. Right. Um, I, you know, if it's possible to kind of instill in your kids that you're your own person, you guys can hang out if you want or not. Mm -hmm. That's cool. But, you know, if you're living in a three-bedroom home and you got four siblings.
1: You can't help It's not
0: going to be an option. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh you know if a kid can kind of realize that they do have that option so maybe they get out of the house more and go on walks or do what they can then that's cool i think that would help a kid to grow to realize like oh i don't need to be around my siblings all the time i can go do my own thing and mm-hmm. invest in myself and my because we um, all need our,
1: our me time yes you
0: know? yes absolutely so uh yeah uh and uh something i really liked was Jaden said um He said, uh, "You know, my sister and I have never really been in competition because she's always been so much better than me at everything. Mm. So it's never been a competition. It's just that she's she's better at most everything. Mm. So it's not like there's a battle to catch up because it's already foregone conclusion that she's gonna, you know, be better. And I I think that's I I don't think that's coming from a point of uh, insecurity or or jealousy. I think it's again if." You are secure in the person you are, and know that you are your own individual. That's true. Somebody's better a lot of stuff. Like, That's yeah, okay. Better. That's yeah. okay. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, and uh, you know, with with Jaden emancipating himself, his family still seems to be incredibly tight. It doesn't appear to have any negative effect on his relation. Um, well, I mean, again, in the, in, public, in eye. the public eye, of yeah. course, um, I haven't seen anything about you know their their family having issues. Mm-hmm. Will and Jada seem to be. Incredibly supportive, in- insanely supportive of their kids, mm-hmm. and I think that's easy to clown on and make fun of. But I think the world would be a much better place mm-hmm. if maybe, maybe slightly more annoying if <laughs> everybody's like, you know, the whole idea of oh, everybody gets a trophy. But I think, generally speaking, we we'd be in a better position as a whole, as a society. You know, if kids are coming up thinking, "Yeah, I do have something of value to say," mm-hmm. instead of, you know, "Oh, my parents tell me, you know, to be quiet all the time and and you know, kids are to be seen and not heard,"
2: mm-hmm.
0: and so you kind of carry that into your adulthood. And, um, you know, no, no parent is perfect. Everybody's trying their best. Mm-hmm. You know, but hopefully,
1: but showing support for your kid no matter what they want
0: to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I can absolutely be guilty of. Telling Cash like, "Hey, can you just go play in your room so I can have a right. minute of silence?" Um, but uh, I guess I guess that's something that I can kind of try to take little bits and pieces from is how Will and Jada raise their kids. Not all mm-hmm. of it, of course, because not not no method of parenting is going to work exactly the same for another parent. I don't believe right. that's that's every kid clear. is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think if nothing else, looking into Will. Willow and Jaden has made me curious, more curious about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith specifically Mm -hmm. because I am, I feel like I'm closer to them than I am to their kids, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just we've got a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, More stuff. I mean, I've got billions of dollars. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'd be, I'd be curious, you know, to, to look more into them and including red table, you know hear what Jada Mm -hmm. and her mom has to say because to my knowledge Jada Pinkett's mom was not famous by any means or anything she was just kind of kind of doing her thing
1: she was and I don't think that uh Jada and her mom had a very good upbringing they didn't have a very good relationship I think her mom was an addict of some sort Mm.
0: which yeah would be incredibly fascinating to uh to listen to them talk about that Mm -hmm. so yeah so yeah as, as challenging as the kids were because I don't want to be that old curmudgeon and I don't want to be you know hey what's up what's up youth I'm I'm hip with it too right. like you know it's so easy to slip in either of those lanes
1: well I, th- I think where where you're at is good you know knowing that you know if they take it too far it's going to become annoying but at the same time they're doing something good for their younger generation and we should you know, yeah. help to support that they're, you know, basically saying like, no matter who you are, you you will, every, you know, you're inclusive. Yeah, yeah. And that you're not an outcast.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, their whole misfits art collective idea of leaving the world a better place than when you got here is is that in and of itself. They can do a lot of, they can say a lot of dumb stuff. Um, we all can, mm-hmm. but if they stick to that core mantra and it's not just lip service, then what what am I gonna say? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're so annoying. How they. How, positivity. how Jaden Smith had a food truck giving out free vegetarian meals to homeless people. Ugh, oh. so annoying. <laughs> what have, what have I ever done that's right. even close to that? So,
1: well, and I think he did something with water, too. He was able to provide um, wells or something in impoverished countries. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Really cool stuff, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, you get a free pass. You can be obnoxious mm-hmm. as, as a, a rich 20-something if you're doing insane stuff like doing hugely impactful things like that Mm -hmm. like you you got carte blanche man do you say whatever dumb stuff about chemtrails you want like go for it Mm -hmm. you know and then if you set up another food truck and you do water like keep saying it keep just (laughs) (laughs) keep keep making me roll my eyes but applaud your actions you know your actions Actions speaking so much louder than words yep that's cool as hell love it we were talking about this would be a short episode. I talked way too long oh, wow, about yeah. the Smith. Children. We're at 51. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. And I'm sure I chased my tail and just said the same thing over and over again. I apologize if that's the case.
1: Well, you know what my my Charlie Brown Christmas thing is super short because it's a very short program.
0: I didn't even know how long it was. Sorry. I probably it's like, I don't know, 15 20 minutes. Oh maybe. shoot. <laughs>
2: sorry.
1: So there's literally that's that's my notes. Hey. Just just a little bit. All right. Take us
0: <laughs> Is, is it called the Charlie Brown Christmas special?
1: You... Uh, I think it's just Charlie Brown Christmas. A Charlie Brown Christmas. A
0: Charlie Brown Christmas? Right on. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that was my ring. That was oh, my okay. ring on the like, table. Who, Sorry, guys. Gilly
1: knocking at the door? That's
0: weird. <laughs> yeah, so just her, her little
2: dog knuckle. <laughs> Hello.
1: Um. Okay, so I, I, growing up, I never really watched Charlie Brown cartoons. They just weren't catching me. Right? Yeah,
0: me, me neither. Didn't really read the the, the the news um comic strips either
1: yeah well and i think it's probably just because it's gener generational thing because it came up in like the 60s or something and um so i didn't realize actually how grown up charlie brown cartoons were and maybe it wasn't all the cartoons but definitely in a christmas uh his christmas special
0: yeah, i mean one of the kids is a like a psychologist right
1: yeah well yeah she's like <laughs> free therapist or no like a five cent therapist or something yeah that's right that's right um but so it basically opens up with like charlie talking to linus they're about to go ice skating and he's talking about how depressed he is around christmas
0: that's right charlie brown is perpetually suffering from ennui
1: and it's really crazy to like hear him talk i mean because these are like little little kids yeah right so i'm like well that seems very grown up um but yeah and later on he, he goes up to I don't remember the girl's name the she's got black hair and uh,
0: Lucy that sounds Do you think right. that's Lucy I think okay. it's Lucy like she girlfriend. has like
1: a little stand like a lemonade stand but five cents but the for therapy. therapy
0: yeah and she holds the football for Charlie Brown that, that yeah. might not have been in the episode it, but yeah. I don't think it was she's, but yeah, yeah. Well, she's the so
1: ball she's, she's sitting there and Charlie comes up and you know he's kind of a downer um and she's uh, wait I think I'm backtracking um uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, so Charlie is kind of a downer, but as I watch the episode, I'm kind of seeing why because the kids are like mean to him, like they're mean. Really, calling him stupid and dumb and like.
0: I saw. I saw. I saw a tiny bit, and yeah, they were really giving Charlie Brown the business.
1: Yeah, they were kind of bullying him. I'm like, well, no wonder you're depressed. Like you have nobody on your side right now. You
0: got no friends. Yeah. they say you're. They're your friends.
1: Um, but yeah, so he says that he doesn't like uh, Christmas. And then he talks to Lucy. Um, She says he needs to get involved in Christmas activities and asks him to direct the Christmas play. And that'll make him feel better about Christmas. She's like, you just need to be more involved, Mm. you know, because then that'll bring the Christmas feeling and spirit to you.
0: That's not a bad idea.
1: You know, so he's like, oh, you really want me to direct your play? Oh, my gosh. Like, I can't believe this. Yeah, of course. You know, I'll, I'll help you. Um, but the kids are pretty harsh to him. They're like, Charlie Brown, why is he directing our play? That's stupid. You know? Um, (laughs)
0: he's a real piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez.
1: Um, so they don't like the idea of it. And so I guess Charlie brings in like a really small, um, kind of the, um, pine needles falling off type Christmas tree.
0: Real, real weak Christmas tree. Real bad one.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And the kids make fun of him for it, saying, like, boy, you are stupid, Charlie Brown. You know, <laughs> so, uh, it was so mean. My yeah. brother
0: and I always wanted to get the most pathetic Christmas tree. Really? Yeah. And uh, my mom and stepdad, they, they wanted a good Christmas tree. Good Imagine full. that. You're spending yeah. like $40. Mm-hmm. They wanted to get a really good one. Totally. But oh. when we were kids, we were Did like, you no, know, oh, like let's get a Phoebe
1: g- buffet moment where you're like, well, these need love, too. Probably. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah <it laughs> That's just, cute. Yeah.
1: Every tree needs love yeah. Needs a home mm-hmm. um, But yeah He basically says He doesn't understand The meaning of Christmas Which is why I don't know I guess he's bad at directing I don't know um, Until one of the boys I think it's The character with the blanket You had said his name earlier Now I don't remember uh,
0: Pig Pigpen?
1: No pigpen is a smelly you one You said Linus I... earlier Was it Linus? I don't even Okay it, it was the
0: one that played piano That his sister's in love with I don't
1: <laughs> Anyways, there's too many characters. Yeah. Um, so he ends not,
0: up. Not Snoopy. That's no, what was no, it's every not character. Snoopy. And then um, not Snoopy too but comes he's got, around the corner. He's and, got
1: a blanket and yeah. he ends up kind of standing up on the stage and he starts talking about Jesus. Like there's yeah, a scripture that he I saw talks. That part. And I guess the, um, the producer, the maker, the director of making of A Charlie Brown Christmas really wanted that in, but it was kind of controversial. For the team members, not everybody agreed to it. Yeah, it made its way in there, anyways. Yeah,
0: that's some family family circus stuff. That's not that's not my Charlie Brown. Right, I don't know. I I know I have no idea if there are any Christian over undertones in Charlie Brown.
1: Yeah, no idea. Um, but then it basically, um, the ending is when the kids end up decorating his Christmas tree at the end and Charlie kind of comes up and it's just like, oh my God, like very like the really bad one, the really bad one. Nice. Nice. They were able to decorate it Mm -hmm. and made him feel really good and told him Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. Um, and they end up singing like Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Um, so the way that I watched this because I couldn't find like the full episode on like any of our apps or outlets. Yeah. Um, I had to watch like three to four minute increments part one, two, three on YouTube. So if I miss something, I you know, what are you gonna do?
0: Come at us. Get a- <laughs> yeah. Hit us up in the comments.
1: Um, but as far as like the kids are all right, um I feel I don't know. I it's interesting. I should have watched like other uh Charlie Brown cartoons to see if like the whole being mean and calling each other stupid was the norm in those. Cartoons? I believe. I
0: believe so. I think if you read the strips, or watch any of the cartoons, that is going to be a consistent theme. Is that Charlie Brown, all his friends thinks he think he's a mess up. He's a blockhead,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and so he hates himself. <laughs> <laughs> How terrible As is adult, that? I never put it together. That this kid needs this kid needs some support in mm-hmm. his life. Yeah. His parents might be providing it, but I don't know, cause they go wah 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 wah. So that they, they might they and might be it, like, you know what, son, you're the best. Don't yeah. you listen to these kids?
1: I, I have no idea. Because and they didn't even show any of the parents in the Christmas special.
0: So, no no parents around during Christmas, huh? No, they were uh, defending kind of for themselves. Somebody called CPS and get get charlie brown some help child protective services yeah (laughs) and just just do a do a wellness check-in on charlie brown
1: although you know i did appreciate the dancing the fun dancing that the kids Uh, all do differently you know
0: i like the kid that like kicks his heels out and like
1: Kinda like goes, cocks his head yeah, like his chicken yeah yeah I yeah, like him well and it reminded me because I think um obviously I'm on TikTok all the time and there was like um so you can kind of make your own video and there was like three or four maybe five people that shows a different character to dance to and they were all, they all showed it in the screen like it just it looked really fun and they were so fun dancing to the Christmas song that's awesome of Charlie Brown but um, and I like
0: the Snoopy one where he just kind of tilts his head up and like taps his toes oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah.
1: right it's so cute um but yeah, it was it was definitely an interesting, you know, cartoon. I I do they still play it every year? I know for a while they, they were.
0: They've got to. I feel like that's a Christmas staple for broadcast T V and I I don't
1: I feel like I heard something that they w- weren't gonna air it anymore.
0: Huh. I should
1: I should have looked into that.
0: I guess if like the Schultz uh, the uh, trust or the Schultz family maybe doesn't feel they're getting enough money for it, then they can not allow it to be aired anymore. Yeah, unless they're worried because of the the come to Jesus moment, right? If if that's not going to really fly on TV anymore, mm-hmm. which
1: I, I don't know, I don't know if
0: that'd be it. Um,
1: because i mean okay so this was first aired in 1965 coca-cola was its original sponsor which is why they had their logo throughout the special like there was a time where i think one of the characters bumped into um like a big, big poster or a mm-hmm. a sign or something and it had um the coca-cola symbol on there and i don't know there was a couple other times that i guess it was supposed to be in the the special but uh later is re- revamped and the logo was taken out um but the program kind of points out our greed and commercialism. Like they mm. kind of they actually talk about commercialism in the special these little kids. Really? Yeah. Something like, That's also very odd and very grown up. Yeah,
0: that's a and a mixed message with Pepsi all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Um Coca-Cola. Yeah, I've got D- I've got a little something here. Uh Let me just read this. This is from cheat com. No idea. Uh so it oh, here we go. Uh do you mind if I just read this? Go for it. Okay. Uh Christmas is going to look a bit different than this year. Uh for one, the coronavirus pandemic has put many holiday traditions on hold. Uh yada yada yada. Visits to Santa aren't happening and holiday parades and the annual performance of the Nutcracker has been cancelled but at least we can still curl up in front of the TV and watch some of our favorite holiday specials like a Charlie Brown Christmas, right? Not so fast. This year, for the first time in more than half a century, it looked like the Peanuts Christmas special wouldn't air on broadcast television. Instead, it would stream exclusively on Apple TV+. Mm, mm -hmm. But a last-minute deal with PBS means Charlie Brown will still air this year, on TV this year. Okay. Um, Yeah, let's see. Uh, The news that the special wouldn't be free to view for all was a huge disappointment uh, for some. Uh, Change.org, they launched launched a petition. Uh, Okay, so uh, Apple announced in late October that it had acquired a Charlie Brown Christmas special. Mm. uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, and it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. So Apple acquired the rights. Got it. And it seemed like they just wanted to put it on their streaming service, Mm -hmm. and you'd have to pay for it.
1: Got it. So, all right. That's what I corporate thought. greed. Yeah.
0: Consumerism. Mhm. Holy smokes. Yeah. That is. That's like totally not. That is not my a Charlie Brown Christmas Christmas <laughs> special, which I just learned about today. Right. And uh, I've never seen. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about how commercialism is bad, and yet they got Pepsi in their show. Coca Cola. Coca Cola, excuse me. And I think that yeah, I think Coca Cola and Charlie Brown were teamed up for years. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, Apple buys the rights and doesn't mm-hmm. allow until PBS swooped in.
1: Isn't that crazy? Gnarly. Wild. Yeah. Um, but I guess in 1966, it did win an Emmy Award for Outstanding Children's Program. That's cool. Uh, another fun fact here is none of the children who voiced the characters received credit at the end of the special.
0: I wonder if that's a union or non-union thing or if they're kids. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, and especially in the 60s, I have no idea what what that True. landscape was for... For actors and voice actors specifically, if maybe they didn't really get credits. Maybe. I wonder.
1: Yeah. And I yeah. guess the uh, the girl who voiced Sally Brown was only six at the time. Wow. And was fed her lines since she could not read yet.
2: Oh, so, be, so cute. I
1: know. They said uh, often they would give her a word or a syllable at a time Oh, to read.
0: That's adorable.
1: Right? Yeah. I thought it was really cute. How nice. But um Yeah, I mean, if you want to watch it, you can definitely watch it.
0: Especially if it's only 15 minutes.
1: Yeah, it's really not that long, but um, I I don't have any, like, nostalgia with it, so I'm kind of like a one and done. I don't really need to watch that ever again, but...
0: Yeah, maybe if we want to try and introduce Cash to some new stuff, we could have him watch, we could sit down and watch that with him, but he doesn't really like new things. No, he doesn't. Not not at this stage. Hopefully it's just a a phase Mm -hmm. and he'll try some more stuff. Right. Yeah
1: yeah anywho sorry
0: that's okay um yeah well I that you know what I gave you something incredibly short mm-hmm. so you did I, you ran with it and you did a great job maybe Thank 10 or very 15 much. minutes that Yeah, not bad very nice better than my rants on young young black teens Willow and well Jayden's. I think there's a lot more to cover in <laughs> that yeah. you know yeah yeah two human beings I yeah. suppose so perfect all right uh Anything
1: Uh, else you want to cover? Or do we want to go over our fun... This is our last episode of the year.
0: It is. It is. Should we do a countdown to uh, WandaVision? So what do we got? It's the 27th. We got like 19 days until WandaVision comes out, more or less. Oh, wow. Give or take. I, I don't remember the exact release date. I am just so horny for new Marvel mcu related media yeah we haven't had that since 2019
2: because
0: mm-hmm. black widow was supposed to come out and it didn't of course right i'm really excited yeah i'm very excited it uh yeah so wandavision is gonna be fun i think it's gonna be a really good time mm-hmm. yeah so uh next month our topic is gonna be k-pop 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 something yeah, so we know very really little cool. about Mm -hmm. But uh, we'll have to get into Garrett's dumb nerd corner, you know, when uh, WandaVision starts airing. Mm -hmm. Well, not too much because, again, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Right. Um, But maybe I'll just give like a brief grade and talk vaguely about how I liked or didn't like the Mm -hmm. episode. Maybe.
1: That's probably smart.
0: If you want me to just not talk about it at all because you want to watch it or because you don't care, let me know. And, could, and if you're super pumped about it let me know too
1: or we could even just let you know that we're going to give some spoilers so you know speed up the next five minutes
0: good point good point yeah we'll do that's that forward yeah
1: uh well what uh what assignment do you have for me next week
0: no no would you mind going first because i've, I've oh. got two options oh, just that's in case right. you got the same thing that is right yeah. yep
1: i didn't want to have the same thing so next week i'm going to give you um black pink to look into cool um basically since we don't really know anything about them who are they What is special about the agency that they work for? Because Juna, our friend Juna, was uh, giving us some really good K-pop groups to look into. Um, And she said that the different agencies, there's like three big ones that all these K-pop groups are a part of. And she said different agencies have different characteristics and policies in place for their groups. So I would like to know like what agency they work for and what is the characteristics and policies for Blackpink.
0: Okay interesting that's cool yeah. that yeah. kind of dives into i'm 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 interested to see not necessarily behind the scenes but some kind of stuff that's just tangentially related to k-pop again like fashion mm-hmm. if there's any food or anything like that that is uh, absorbed into this k-pop phenomenon mm-hmm. um so getting into their representation right i'm excited about that awesome yeah, okay be fun. cool so i want you to start digging into the members of BTS. Okay. There's want, a lot of them. I want their names, I want their personalities, their likes, their dislikes, and I I need you, I need you mm-hmm. to take a test to find out which BTS member you are. <laughs> I've gotta know this. All right.
1: Is, yeah. There is I'm guessing there is such a test.
0: I imagine there's probably ten thousand on the internet right now. Oh my God. <laughs> so um
1: BTS cool yeah. yeah that'll be fun
0: yeah
1: i mean I, i'm already like dancing to beat saver to their songs so yeah yeah you i'm a little a, familiar with them
0: i really like dope and was fire one or is that the same song um regardless i don't remember and of course boy with love just slops like crazy yeah yeah and it's got halsey i love halsey yeah so she
1: can never go wrong with her
0: yeah i don't think so i don't know a lot about her personally she was good on hot ones yeah, I think a couple times she's been on hot ones now. At least oh, really? once. At least once. Okay. You know? So <sighs> exciting. Well, yeah, and you're gonna have to remind me that uh, looking into Blackpink, I've got to get into their representation as well, so I don't forget that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm gonna start with their Netflix
1: Th- movie. Um, I think so.
0: If it's a series, doesn't matter. Eh. Either way, it's just watching TV. It's not. It's not rocket brain science. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, uh, and. We had a really nice recommendation. We forgot to do it last week, so we're going to do it this week. I'm excited. Our final segment, and I, we've got a friend. I don't know if he listens. Elvin. If anybody knows our friend Elvin, I could simply contact him and ask him, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to mobilize our three listeners <laughs> and tell somebody, hey, reach out to Elvin. Let him know. And if Elvin listens, that's cool. But uh, I would love a nice soft piano riff
1: oh to yeah. go behind
0: this segment and maybe an intro uh, to the segment or something. Yeah, um, that'd be perfect. Yeah, so uh, we are going to call this uh, Dope-Ass Poetry Corner. Is that dumb? That's kind of dumb. That's a little much
1: we might have to think about a name yeah you're
0: better at the, than i am yeah we'll, we'll figure out her name but i want to do a nice reading for you all so
1: hold on i might have just some background music just for right now okay that's cool. Here's some extra oh that's fun. not it at all sorry <laughs> these dumb ads on youtube hold on i can skip in three two one
0: <laughs> thanks a lot youtube
1: youtube no you're already making enough money
0: just when I thought did I hit another soft spot up jumped the stiggities with the pumps and a bump boy stiggity stiggity girls getting on my good nerves looking like ice cream ready to be served stretch it bend it could I get in it If you want to kick it with a G-baby, bend it. Because I come equipped. Read my lips, baby. You can slippity slip out your clothes and take a trip. Pumps and a bump. Pumps and a bump. We like the girls with the... Pumps and a bump. Pumps and a bump pumps and a bump. We like the girls with the pumps and a bump. Pumps and a bump. Pumps and a bump. We like the girls with the pumps and a bump. Pumps and a bump. Pumps and a bump. bump. Give me the girls with the pumps and a bump. Finished. I'm finished
1: that was beautiful thank you so much thank you (laughs) so pretty (laughs) (laughs) thank
0: Uh, you Ellen, for that idea that was perfect yeah we'll keep doing that uh you know what I'm not gonna tell you who wrote that song you tell me who wrote that piece of beautiful music don't you tell me I'm telling people to tell me
1: I was gonna say I have no idea oh really okay I I, don't
0: the the song just kind of came to me and I didn't realize who it was by Oh. So, yeah, get at us. Let us know who wrote it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: LifeWellSpent at yahoo.com or Instagram at life underscore well underscore spent.
1: Underscore. Underscore. <laughs> I always
0: forget <laughs> there's one more or not. That is going to do it for us. Woo! We did it.
1: Was this episode 12?
0: Was I, I think so. 12, maybe? it's about episode 12, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: 12 episodes in our first year.
0: We're getting them in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah exciting So next year should be at least
2: 52, 52. I'm 56. Like <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> we'll see uh but we appreciate you all closing out 2020 with us um
1: i'm excited to see 2020 gone yes I'm not saying 2021 is going to be any better but yeah yeah closing of a chapter
0: yeah i think this year is Taught us a lot, mm-hmm. but one thing that I've taken from it is we've got to stop complaining about previous years mm-hmm. because I I feel like like starting in 2016 it was just like oh these musicians died 2016 sucks and and it got worse and it got worse and then we got COVID so I was yeah. like we need to start a, instead of focusing on the stuff the bad stuff that happened try and focus on how you've grown
2: mm-hmm. how
0: you've helped people around you in the previous year you know we we've got even in 2020 we've all had victories big Mm. and small so if you can pat yourself on the back be kind to yourself tell you you know what i did this this year so i can do even more next year take that positive in the next year we're all going to be good
1: well and what is one thing that really you learned either about yourself or that happened this year
0: I've learned I got to take better care of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, uh, dialing back the drinking um, and uh, trying to get on a better diet and running. I feel like I am a better person when I'm I'm doing those things. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, I was. Uh, we were talking earlier. I had a I had some drinks on Christmas. You mm-hmm. know, with family because, uh, you know, I just wanted to kind of cut loose, have a good time with the family. And the following day, like, I was just kind of felt run down. My energy was terrible. I didn't, f- I didn't feel like I've been feeling. Mm-hmm. So I think recognizing that, um, I just realized like, I've got to, I've got to stay mindful
2: of, mm-hmm.
0: of what I'm putting into my body and how it affects my chemistry. Cause I'm, I'm pretty prone to kind of fits of depression. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got to give myself a chance to be kind to myself, you know, with, with what I put in right Um, what about you
1: Um, I learned to that when I FaceTime friends and family I feel better yeah so I mean obviously this is a really hard year for everybody Mm -hmm. and you didn't get to see everybody and socialize like you normally do Mm -hmm. Um, being able even if you're just like when you're texting somebody that's one thing and I've, I've been told that i'm a very just like straightforward blunt texter i don't sugarcoat what i say i just answer oh, it I and that's it yeah that's <laughs> that's
0: true sometimes you just text me okay and i'm like she is so mad at me that's so funny because that's what my mom said apparently
1: caleb <laughs> was g- giving me grief the other yeah. day because she's like amber i never know when you're upset on the text messages because you just like you're so quick with yeah. what you respond and i'm like well that's just and i think you know what it was though working at my previous job i would have to be on my phone texting like um everybody all my coworkers, right. while doing my job and multitasking with the customers mm-hmm. so i had to be really quick with the texting so i think that that was probably just me like oh let me just answer them real quick yeah instead of like
0: that makes sense you know what i mean yeah and yeah, i just absolutely. i just
1: like to get straight to the point not right. like hey how you doing so i was wondering if you could da-da-da-da. you know i just want to be like hi yeah. was wondering if you could do this okay bye yeah you know. and
0: it's just because it's such a steep departure from who you are in person irl if you will yeah. you're you know you want to talk you're you're very outgoing and warm and inviting and then if i get a text it's just like yeah it's like what happened mainly it's who probably just because i'm like in the middle of something <laughs> yeah. here yeah, yeah you, or you're, you're busy with something yeah so i'm like so, oh i better
1: respond quick just uh-huh. so i don't forget to respond you know yeah but uh no i think um facetiming with friends and family and like listening to the voices seeing the faces just you could have like such a crazy and crappy day and then you could just like vent to them on facetime like i think i talked to my sisters and my mom we facetime almost every single day now Mm. since the pandemic started um which has been so cool you know my sister said like when i start thinking about my family that's when i'm telling myself to just Call in and FaceTime And see who who picks up
0: That's a phenomenal instinct
1: Yeah Yeah I mean it's just It's just really really cool If you have nothing else to do And some days We're on there For about six or seven hours Just We're probably all cleaning And just doing regular stuff right. But just to like Hear the other people In the background You kind of feel like You're there And you know You, you don't feel so alone Or so far apart Absolutely You know So that's what I really like And knowing that We're going to keep that going From here on out You know Gets that's, us a little bit closer Yeah that's beautiful Yeah It's really nice So yeah, but I'm excited for 2020 to just be done and New year starting. And-
0: yes, yeah, for the uh, possibilities that will come with 2021, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the next year. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be perfect. There's going to be some stuff that goes south, you know, goes cattywampus on us. Right. But, uh, you know, we'll just do our best to make the absolute best mm-hmm. of the new year. Uh, so hope everybody has a fantastic and safe New Year's. Mm-hmm you know
1: take care of each other
0: take care of each other take care of yourselves you know as always we love you guys so much uh, if you ever need anything you can reach us at lifewellspent at yahoo.com life underscore well underscore spent underscore at instagram mm-hmm. and if you know us personally call us or text us you know let or us.
1: facetime through facebook messenger yes. why not
0: yes absolutely um, yeah we love all you so much this has been so much fun getting this started this year and we're looking forward to uh just at the very minimum entertaining ourselves uh-huh. for uh for another year ahead of us so thank you all so much you are the absolute best and don't be a richard
1: don't be a richard love you guys happy new year <laughs>